Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. Buy summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. Buy OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M-Drive, you're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA Division One in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of College Hockey Champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. And Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in hockey fans, especially our NCAA hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight somewhere between Denver and Colorado Springs as I'm on my way to Colorado Springs for uh, a couple of days to visit in at Air Force and Colorado College. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on a beautiful Long Island, New York where he has escaped a tornado this past weekend and is all well, I think. Paul, how are you? Oh, it has been crazy town here for the last couple of weeks. Um, Between uh, work and avoiding the weather, and I didn't even know. (laughs) Rob and I were were talking about that last night. We said we need to get you a meteorologist. (laughs) <laughs> I, I had people texting me about a tornado, and I'm like, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. And then oh, all of a sudden, basement is a wonderful place. <laughs> oh well, yeah, it, it, it certainly was this week. I mean, um, and then somebody starts sending me pictures, and I'm like, holy smokes! Uh, ignorance is true. <laughs> that was in my neighborhood. <laughs> it was literally, and I, when I say this, I mean this in all sincerity. It was literally. The one picture I sent you was literally a mile west of That's my house. That's crazy. That is just absolutely crazy. That was destruction. Um, okay. Anyway, so so that's what's been going on in Paul's world and oh, my wait, world. Wait, no. You got more? You got well, more? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, today was college application day. Um, no? No, you don't have more? <laughs> well, I do. I mean, you know. Um, and it's amazing how fast they put a hold on the, on those application fees, boy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Holy smile. I checked my my bank account. And all those, it was uh, Buffalo Bang, Albany Bang, 
Georgetown, bang, BU, bang, ASU, bang. I'm like, whoa, 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 wow. That went in there faster <laughs> than the application. Uh, of course, you're talking about your uh, senior and high school son who yeah. is now looking at uh, at college uh, uh, choices. Right. So, yeah, that, and, that and, doesn't take long. And and I know that that is that um, yeah, I have friends that went to rival schools. And, you know, and the rival school of one of those five that I mentioned. And uh, one person is very happy because they went there <laughs> and the other person is not very happy because they didn't, they went somewhere else. Charlie doesn't care. He just wants to go where he wants to go, man. He doesn't yeah, care I know. what he, your friends he, think. No, he doesn't. Listen, um, I, I had to ask him all the time. I, I said, Charlie, do you, I mean, I, I don't apply to ASU unless you really want to go there. Don't, don't put it down because <laughs> I went there and I talk about it all the time. Your experience will be completely different than mine. Yeah. So, well, everybody's experience was completely different than yours, but that's a whole well, other story. Well, that's true. At least what I can remember <laughs> of it anyway. But Okay, um, let's start talking hockey here. Okay. Can we start talking hockey? All right. <laughs> all right. It what is do you want to talk college, about first? You want to talk college about Hockey Southwest Weekly. Here's the thing. Um, I was searching around for guests today. Right. Um, I invited Coach Powers. He said he had family commitments, but he'll be happy to come on next Tuesday. So chalk that one up. Uh, I reached out to uh, uh, Jason Hajdu, the new uh, director of communications for that? College Hockey Inc. Yeah, Hash. I just call him Hash. Okay. Uh, but anyway, um, so I reached out to Jason. He said, "Yeah, I think so." And then he said, he texted me a little while later. He goes. No, my wife put a kibosh on that. She's got volleyball, and I got to watch the kids tonight. <laughs> so he said, how about Sunday nights? I said, great. Now we got a next Tuesday and a next Sunday. So I said, who can I reach out to that would be the perfect guest for Tuesday night since his team, the one that he covers anyway, yeah. just knocked off number one on Saturday night. So I said, right. hmm, where's my speed dial for Jordan McAlpine? I'm calling Jordan. So uh, I gave him a call. Uh, well, you couldn't find somebody that's willing to talk? <laughs> Actually, I texted him first, oh, and man. then he called me. And then uh, we had a conversation, and then I said, hey, um, if you want to come on tonight, we'd love to have you because uh, we've got stuff to talk about. Before we bring Jordan on, um, right. I'll tell you that I spent the uh, part of the afternoon at uh, Denver University, Magnus Arena, Right. And uh, got a nice visit in with uh, freshman Jack Devine, who I think is just going to be a superstar. The kid is so young, Paul. He's not even draft eligible yet. He's draft eligible next year. And I told him that. I said, hey, you're the young guy on this team. But uh, from what I've seen so far, you're not playing like the youngest guy on this team. So uh, that, that'll be coming out in a player profile soon from the goal out with Jack Devine. Right. And then I grabbed uh, Coach Carl and I said, uh, let's talk hockey for a little bit. So we did that. And uh, I tried to get a, a, a little a weekend or two ahead of where right. he's at, and he put a kibosh on that right away. That's coaches. I mean, coaches. <laughs> he said, gonna... we're not talking about that now. He said, no, you're not going to spoil are... my turkey. No, 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 no. <laughs> coaches don't do that. They just don't. Uh, so so I, do, I knew it. I, I tried to ask around the corner, uh, thinking that maybe he would get the around, but no, it didn't get past Coach Carl. He he knew yeah. uh, what was coming. Um, and then tomorrow uh, I will be at uh, Air Force to visit with the czar, Frank Saratori, 
and a couple of his players and uh, record a couple more uh, player profiles because Air Force has a unusual uh, week of hockey games, and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, and then, of course, uh, Colorado College finishing up their block of classes tomorrow. So uh, uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to get over and visit with Coach Mayotte and maybe a player or two there and uh, get everything accomplished all in a couple of days. So in the meantime, in the meantime, let's uh, take one quick break, Paul, and let's bring in uh, Jordan McAlpine. and Let's get started talking about Omaha hockey and uh, how they well, upset number one. Okay, but there's just uh, – You got we'll something else? That. No, I just uh... – just a couple of odd, just a couple of quick things. Um, okay, throw them out there. All right. Um, apparently, the uh, Division Three presidents have uh, uh, will approve a a uh, proposal to let uh, Division Three schools with D one programs offer financial aid. So that'll help uh, those schools. And just before we take that break, I just noticed like one of the one of the oddities in the standings uh, in Atlantic hockey. Uh, Mercyhurst has a one-point lead in that conference with eight games played, and their record is, at least on paper, and we just because, you know, it's what I do, two wins, one loss, one overtime win, and four overtime losses. <laughs> that might be the weirdest. That might just might that be is the, the strangest weirdest record I think I've ever. I, I can't even. So I just uh, figured we go out on a, on a hum on on a uh, uh, for all the break, on a humorous it. note. I love it. Okay, let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's bring Jordan McAlpine on and uh, see what he's been up to because I know he's been busy. So uh, we'll do that in about three minutes. At behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Still got it. Still got it. 
nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you somewhere between Denver and Colorado Springs. I will get to Colorado Springs eventually tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Uh, the palatial estate probably survived the storm very well. Paul didn't even know it happened. Well, that's what um, happens when you're in the basement. <laughs> something like that and it's our pleasure to bring on the uh, editor at the gateway and uh nchchockey.com if i got that right jordan mcalpine scott and paul with you how are you my friend good i'll, I'll just go by the swiss army knife is the title i guess so. <laughs> That's easier to say, okay probably. before we even get started on all this you were planning on making a trip up to uh, st cloud to watch omaha um play St. Cloud. Um, tell everybody what happened to you. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh, I thought I have bad luck, but Jordan, you you and I uh, are probably in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, a little, uh, little family matter came up to uh, put it at the, uh, put it the least of terms. A uh, couple, couple family members that I was going to stay with up there uh, got a call about an hour before I planned on leaving that uh, had tested positive and like we were talking about earlier on the side, went through uh first year and a half or so of the uh, pandemic, knowing literally next to nobody close who tested positive for COVID and five people in a three day span. So I guess uh, that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, now Jordan, Jordan is now the uh, Ottawa senators of uh, NCHC hockey. How about that? Or his you know, family I, is anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was gonna say I uh, have I've tested multiple times, both one thing for work and then also uh, so many family members around me started getting it that I was like, oh, I I guess a little bit of paranoia sinking in. I might as well figure out for myself to see if I've caught the bug too. But <laughs> so far, so good on that front. So uh, at least I'd still be on the ice wearing my Sens jersey, loud and proud, if I was in that situation. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wearing whose jersey? <laughs> I'm playing first line center on Ottawa. If you haven't heard the news, I guess. Oh well, so. okay, well yeah, clearly. <laughs> oh, sense. I, I was like, he's wearing his son's jersey. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that makes much uh, more sense. I love it. I think. Okay, so what happened with Omaha, the number one team in the country, St. Cloud State? Um, I, Paul and I were both watching it. Uh, of course, NCHC TV, the best way to watch college hockey. Um, and we had, you know, I was at Denver. You talk to what happened, Jordan. I think they're on mute. Can Jordan. you guys still hear me? Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, we sorry. Can now. I didn't, no, I didn't yep. about that there. Uh, no, I was going to say with, with Saturday night, let me preface this by saying there is uh, 
no doubt in my mind that St. Cloud State's the number one team in this country after watching this weekend, at least for the time uh, I being. Agree. I agree, my that, friend. Uh, Two. Well-oiled machine in every facet of that term, built strong top to bottom with it. And I, I will say uh, even today during the Omaha press conference, Austin Roden, who made 43 saves in that win, joked he thinks that they had more block shots in front of him than he made saves. That uh, – Definite complete team effort, especially looking at that Omaha roster. Down six or seven guys, including your top scorer last season and your starting goaltender. Uh, no easy test going up to the Herb, but definitely two fun games to watch. And I, I have to say, I do like your little uh, plug shout out there to NCHC TV. Uh, Wiseman's going to love that. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should. We're partners. So, <laughs> okay. So, so I'm wrong having Saint Cloud number two. You're you're entitled to your own opinion, Paul. Okay, I listen. I, listen. I, you can tell me I'm wrong. People tell me that all the time. You who know, who who who's one in your book? I have uh, Minnesota State one. Fair argument. I, I could see either one of those. Th those two would be my top two right now that I could flip-flop either one of those. But this weekend, especially with St. Cloud, I mean, I, I know Mietnan scores the two goals for them Saturday. Uh, Cronulla, the other Finn for them, said having a good season. But it just seemed any way you wrote it up, they had the potential to uh, beat you, whether that's literally from a scoring standpoint or winning a puck battle, whatever the case, that – uh Definitely no easy test to go against them. So, oh, oh no! I mean, listen, no, no one. I mean, listen. If, if, I, I just, you know, I, that's the way I have it. It doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. Um, I, I couldn't say that anybody who put Saint Cloud at number one would be wrong. Um, when Scott asked me about my top few teams, I. You know, and I, and I had Michigan third. I mean, honestly, you, you, I mean, you could probably pull those out of a hat, and I don't think any of the any of the three in any of the orders would be wrong. No, and I a hundred percent agree with that right there. <laughs> um, and I know that you know you're sitting there and and you watch when you can, or, or you just look at a box score and you just. Like, look at a Michigan boxer, and it's like, uh, like, like, how do they not score on every power play? Are you talking about the 33rd NHL team? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just want to clarify. Yeah, you're you're 100 correct on that, Paul. Um, I, I want to jump into the where I was at first, guys, if you don't mind. Denver and Michigan, um, Western Michigan, uh, at Magnus, and uh, I've seen enough games at Magnus now to know how well the Pioneers play there, but. I was wondering about Western Michigan. Were they for real? What were they like? Okay, so back-to-back -back weekends, I saw St. Cloud State at Colorado College, and then I saw Western at Denver. And I agree with you, Jordan. Uh, when I watched St. Cloud State, it looked like they were on the power play the entire game. I have never seen a college team that, and I've seen a lot, that clog up the middle of the ice as well as they do and transition as well as they do. And I got a feeling that's got to do with age and experience. But Bringing it back to Denver, Western Michigan, I thought, okay, Western Michigan is big, and Coach Carl made a point of telling everybody that would listen to him that they were the biggest and oldest team in college hockey. Um, so I was wondering what was going to happen. 
Well, I found out very quickly after uh, about a uh, period and a half on Friday night that uh, Western appears to be a very big, very strong, very experienced team, but they're only about two lines deep. And uh, Denver capitalized on that. Their third and fourth lines just blitzed Western on Friday night. Same thing happened on Saturday night, but something unusual happened Saturday night as well. Um, about midway through the second period, Western completely ran out of gas. I mean, they were gassed, and it was visible to everybody in the press box. Um, sticks, shoulders were hanging. Um, skating was uh, getting difficult. They were hanging on the boards between uh, between whistles. It, it was clearly that 5,280 feet and missing a couple of players got to him. Thoughts, Jordan? Yeah, that, that altitude's for real. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, too, another thing real quick to touch on before I get into Denver more with uh, yourself talking about the clogging up the middle of St. Cloud State. Another thing from watching both of those games this weekend that just stands out is you look at that forecheck, there is little to no time for any opposing defenseman to do anything with them, that they're right in your face, right on top of you right away. That uh, Especially the first game in that series on Friday night, I, I want to say Omaha only had two shots through the first 40 minutes total in that game. That whenever, or six shots, I mean, through the first 40 minutes total in that game, that uh, when they would try to get any type of pressure going, St. Cloud State would disrupt it in their own zone, and then once pucks got into the Omaha zone, for a while there, it felt like they were never leaving it. Uh, with Denver, though, that's a fact. It, you, we we talked about this a little bit earlier, I know, Scott, but the big thing that stands out to me, you look at their underclassmen. Uh, that's the biggest difference right now. How well those kids are playing, and I know I talked to David Carl a couple weeks ago, um, off the heels of North Dakota getting swept up there, and then also the disappointing weekend that they had out east. That the oh, response. So you, so you were the reason he was upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I had that factor. So, uh, I was going to say the thing with him though is he just kind of talked about the response of the group, and so far, obviously, you saw it this past weekend against Western Michigan. But the other big thing that I'll point to is I know Savoy's lighting the lamp. I want to say he's got like 17 points through 10 games here or something unreal like that. But two other things I want to key in on. You look at the season Bobby Brink's been having so far right here. It's one of the things that David and I talked about is last year did not exactly sit well with the kid. And uh, you look back at last season being as different as it was. Savoy is uh, Savoy and Bobby both. They're both young kids with, I want to say they're either 20 or 21 is all. Um, Cause they came in a year early with it, but you look at the point production they've been putting up for that team is kind of carrying the way. But at the same time, you look up and down the roster, Rizzo, Barons, Shibum, all of them are chipping in however and wherever that they can with it, that that's the real ingredient to their success, at least from the outside looking in. Let, let me throw out a couple uh, more quick things uh, that you uh, kind of brought up. Uh, one of the things I think with Bobby Brink is he uh, is a roommate with um, Cole Gutman this year. And uh, I think Cole has been fantastic at uh, bringing his line together. Uh, it starts in the faceoff circle. He's incredibly good at faceoffs. And uh, those three work really good together. They spend a whole bunch of time together. I can tell you I've seen it uh, in person. Uh, 
Um, I also joked with uh, Coach Carl today, and I said, so when you go out recruiting now, do you just look for kids named Carter? <laughs> because <laughs> they've got three of them, Carter Savoy, um, Carter Mazer, and uh, Carter King. And uh, if you looked at the NCHC Players of the Week, uh, Carter Savoy was the uh, Offensive Player of the Week, and the Rookie of the uh, Week was Carter Mazer. So, um, th- yeah, they've got some talent that goes very deep. I did an interview today with uh, Jack Devine, who was a fourth-line player and the youngest kid on the roster, hasn't even been draft eligible yet. Um, so, yeah, the talent pool in Denver is very, very good. Uh, and I was going to say, too, I just looked it up. Savoy's 19 and Bobby Brink's only 20. So they're still uh, – when you're a 20-year-old junior, in Bobby's case, you got uh, you got some youth on your side with you still. Um, the other big thing, and obviously ma- make no secret, this is not a uh, expert take or anything. It's cliche on top of it. But you look at their scoring – Denver only averaged 2.8 goals a game last year, which you know it, Paul, you know it, I know it. That's not the uh, Denver scoring threat that oh, they've no. been accustomed accustomed to here. And the other thing, and I mean, I, I saw it firsthand here in the pod last season to start the year. It just felt like once they got started, it was spinning tires in the mud and they couldn't get any traction going. That the biggest key, and I, I don't know if it boils down to as simple as confidence and getting one win under your belt and kind of building on it from there. But if I'm not mistaken, they're off to the best start on home ice that they've had in 20-some years now. And on top of it, even though they lost to North Dakota, they're playing one, two goal games for the most part that they've been right there and everything so far. That That's the biggest difference, whether it's that compete factor or kind of just I hate to use putting up a fight just with this cliche as it sounds, but that that's exactly what they're doing, which wasn't always there last season. Well, we mentioned this after the, the, the series um, in, in that two games at North Dakota, I, I thought Denver was the better team on the Friday night game and they just were unlucky. And, and, and even Saturday, I thought it was a pretty even game. Um, and it just seemed like every break, and I guess that's home ice advantage, right? Goes your way. Um, you know, North Dakota is good enough; they don't need all the breaks. No, not not at all. <laughs> you know, it's... I mean, um, so I mean that showed me that you know what Denver is capable of uh, once they kind of get over these road blues. And it's you know, listen, it's not unusual. Younger teams tend to struggle on the road, right? I mean, that's hockey. That's definitely yeah, hockey I, in the NCHC, true. And I, I do think that is still the one kind of question mark or verdict that's yet to be seen with this Denver team is can they put it together and get that big signature road win, which obviously they'll have their chances in the NCHC this year, but the next few weeks, especially their schedule actually does bode pretty well and set up pretty favorable for them to keep it going here. Yeah. Let me tell you about that because that was a topic with coach Carl today as well. He said they, they played before their first uh, bye week, if you will. Um, and, uh, and he was happy with where they were uh, with that. Um, now they got another bye week, if you will, with uh, Thanksgiving coming up. I tried to get them to, uh, to 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 go past Miami just for my sake and and tell me what he thought about playing at Oceanside 
uh, the first week of December in, in Arizona State. Um, Good luck. He, he's way too smart for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just he just circled around me, and then after we were done off the air, he said, "You know, don't ruin my turkey dinner." <laughs> did, did you really expect him to to, no. to, to talk no, about anything but Friday night? I, I, I didn't. I prefaced it when when you hear the interview, you'll you hear me say, you know, I know you're only focused on Miami, but and the reason <laughs> I brought it up was uh, the, the the press box talk was, hey, you know, um, the next time they're on the road, it's going to be at Arizona State, and the last time they were there, they absolutely detest um, uh, going to Oceanside. They don't think it's a fair arena. They don't. They can't can't clear the puck normally, and it, it, on and on and on. That's what I heard in the press box, and uh, so I want to hear if I get anything out of them. But he said, "Wait until after Thanksgiving, and we'll talk." So uh, <laughs> I'll ask again and see what happens on on game week. But um, so I found that to be quite interesting, um, and you know, like I said. Th- they're really, really good at Magnus, and if you ask all the players to man, they'll tell you they love their uh, their home ice. They love their student section. Um, they just feel comfortable there. So uh, Coach Carl said it's between the ears. He said we don't do anything different. We just have to get it in our head that we can win on the road. Yeah, ex- exactly with that between the ears thing, and I also think that's part of the uh... – reason where I say that's the one snag or hang up is you look at as young of a team as they have for the most part they don't have that experience winning on the road yet which from from DC's sake and that team's perspective obviously you hope that comes over time with it but until you physically clear that hurdle it's always going to be that mental block holding you back right there well and you know let's 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 also remember that the, that in every series that Miami plays, they are considered to have, if not at worst, a tie for the goalie. You know who who's who's you know which you know who has the advantage in goal, and um, you know you never know on any given night what's going to happen there, and. You know, even if Denver puts up 45 shots on Friday, that doesn't mean any of them are going to go in. You know what I will say to that, too, from watching Miami myself for two nights a couple weeks ago here, is they're, they're stingy. They're, uh, I know defensively that they give up the shots, and I, the, both nights here in Omaha, I know the Mavs drastically outshot them there. Obviously, you just hit on the hit the nail in the head yourself. Yeah, I mean that Pearson can steal him a game, but I, I got to give Chris Bergeron team credit. They're a team that if you give them the opportunity, if you take, give them a centimeter, they're going to take it in so that they're going to cash in on the opportunity when they can. Ooh, and listen to that I, one. He just threw that I, one right out there. I, 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 I know one, one other thing that they'll, uh, might get kind of swept under the rug that last season, make no secret about it. Miami's power play was pretty abysmal that, uh, this past week and talking to a couple of people around this conference uh, out at their playing North Dakota in Oxford, that Miami's power play is uh, coming alive. So give them the chance and I'll uh, we'll see what they can do with it. But I know the uh, pioneers are coming to do it, riding some momentum with last weekend. Okay. Let me, before we jump into uh, 
to Colorado College and Minnesota Duluth. I'm going to go to Paul on that one because he's going to tell us the score from Saturday night in just a minute. But uh, one final uh, note on the Pioneers, if you will. Um, Sean Barron's just continues to get more and more ice time. The freshman defenseman, the freshman um, all everything, if you will, uh, can play in the power play, can play penalty kill, can play regular shifts. And uh, David's not afraid to use him. Well, keep in mind that he is a draft pick of the Colorado Avalanche, and and the Avalanche now are starting to circle already. Um, people are asking about him. Um, people are wanting to talk about him uh, as a potential Avalanche. So project this out for the next 10 years. Kale McCarr, uh, Bo Byram, and uh, uh, Mr. Barron's, Sean Barron's. How's that for a defensive core, a pretty young defensive core for the Avalanche? A couple bottom six pair and defensemen right there at the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, so- I, I will say with Barron's too, if you uh, you look at his numbers, you're talking about ice time. I don't know what he has more of, ice time or assists to start the season here. So, <laughs> Yeah, he touches the puck on every play that goes in the net, it seems like, but... Um, yeah, I just want to throw that out there because that's what's humming in uh, in Denver. Uh, there's a lot of talk about when will he be on the Avalanche and uh, what will uh, what will that look like with those three together. But okay, um, well, assists matter, right? I mean, oh yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're 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 usually attached to somebody putting the puck in the net. Yeah, he's a playmaker. There's no doubt about it, and he can find the open man. As Coach Carl said, I have no problem with him on the power play because I know he'll find either Bobby or uh, Carter or uh, Cole. He'll find one of them, and uh, usually they can finish. So, okay, let's jump over to Colorado College and uh, Minnesota Duluth. Paul, first of all, tell everybody out there what the score was for that uh, Saturday night game. Well, it, it should say one nothing, but it says – uh, nothing, nothing. Cause... Ah, that's what I was waiting for. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> game, yeah, game, I didn't, mean... game didn't happen. Well, listen, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with double shutouts, but the fact is somebody scored to win the game. It's got to be one nothing. I, 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 don't, I don't care. Uh, they, 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 I'm sitting here looking at a, at, a, at, a, at a schedule, and it says tie and shootout loss. I mean, a loss is a loss. I mean, it's not, it wasn't a tie. Both teams didn't get the same amount of points. Uh, Jordan, I just got my can opener open and open that can of worms, so you take it from here. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll defer to Paul on this one. You know what? I will say, though, from uh, I've always been a firm believer in uh, this when it comes to goalie statistics. Uh the, the win-loss record is not as exactly always the most indicative stat to look at with it that I'm sure uh, both Ryan Fanti and Matt Vernon aren't complaining for their uh, safe percentage and goals against with that one. So No, they're not. That's, that's in, in, but that's, you know, they deserve that. They, they <laughs> did keep the puck out of the net, you know, um, at, at least when they were actually playing hockey. Paul, you got to see them both closer than I did for sure. And I don't know about Jordan, but um, t- tell us about Friday and Saturday uh, as far as what Colorado College was up against at Minnesota Duluth. Well, listen, I mean, it was two, really, it was two, two different games. All right. I mean, I, I know the shot totals uh, say that the shots were even in that Friday night game. 
but honestly, uh, Colorado College spent way too much time in the penalty box, and Duluth just crushed him on the power play with three out of the five goals being on the power play. I mean, you just can't do that, especially if you're a team that has trouble scoring. Um, and I thought that uh, CC uh, played much better on Saturday night and for a large stretch of the game might have been the best team, but they couldn't score on the power play. And they had a five-minute major, too, uh, you know, power play at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'd have to go back and check it. Maybe it was the night before, but um, – they had their they def, they had five power play chances or four power play chances and, and didn't score. I mean, Matt Vernon was great. He was great in relief on Friday night, which is why he got the start on Saturday. But, you know, you, you've got to score. On, when you're a team that is struggling to score, you have to score on the power play. Um, and they did not. Um, and they had a lot of good chances. And, and also keep in mind that uh, that that Duluth penalty kill is okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know, over a weekend, you got to get one or two power play goals. Jordan, your thoughts on that series? Yeah, I'll be completely honest. I know I just with the the Omaha side of what was going on this weekend, I didn't get too much of a chance to uh, pay attention to those games besides the highlights with it. But uh, kind of just go big picture with this looking at it. I have to say, at Colorado College has got to be one of the more interesting stories in this conference so far right here. That uh, I know a lot of people come in coming into the season expected them to be the quote-unquote bottom feeders or in the rebuild year for it. But they've uh, definitely given a couple teams a run for their money so far. And look at what Chris Mayotte and the coaching staff has done so far. They've, uh, they've put together a, a solid little feisty team out there. Well, they they have definitely focused, and for the most part, they've had a bad game here and there out of the 12 that they've played. But for the most part, they've kept the puck out of their own net, even if they haven't won the game. And yeah, you've got to and start that, somewhere. That, that's the thing in this conference that I know we've talked about at Will, but look at goaltenders having that ability to quote-unquote steal a game for you. It's cliche, but it's what it boils down to with Bassey. Or Vernon in that case this yeah. weekend. I mean, it, it, but cliches are cliches for a reason. So I got your back there, Jordan. Uh, they are cliches. First, first time for, for everything. Ah, <laughs> um, just because I, I might not agree with everything doesn't mean I don't have you back. Um, you know, cliches are that way for a reason because for the most part, they tend to be true. Just boring. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, so let me tell you what I've seen from Colorado College because I've been around them quite a bit as well. Um, what I've seen uh, happening there is that Chris has taken uh, the roster that he has, and he, Lord knows, he hasn't gotten his own guys in yet. But he's taken and he's molded what he had, and, and he's playing the style of game that he needs to play to be as successful as possible. I'm sure he'll be the first one to tell you that he'd like more offense. And I also know he'll be the first one to tell you that he's going to play a defensive style and build from the goal out and uh, really be uh, involved in in shutting down the other teams. And you watch what happened against St. Cloud State. He took them to overtime and lost. Uh, he took uh, Minnesota Duluth to a shootout. 
and uh, lost, <laughs> but but um, he did that. He uh, he went to overtime with the Air Force at Air Force, and then he came back and beat Air Force pretty bad um, the next weekend. So um, it's not like his team is is not not playing uh, good hockey. They're they're playing some great opponents, and that's the way it is in NCHC. It's going to be that way. I mean, just uh, no doubt about it. But I think when he gets his foothold and his own players in there, um, and he fills some needs, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be something. And I'm going to throw out one name right now, and then you guys can talk to me in four years and tell me where he's at. Um, Brett Chorsky. <laughs> the kid is six foot six and about 170 pounds. And when he gets to be six foot seven and adds about 25 pounds and he's 200 pounds, he is going to be a force because the kid has a knack for the net and he's got great hands for a kid that big. Yeah. And I was going to say, you, you want to talk about one other thing, uh, I guess I'm going to go back to the St. Cloud angle about this a little bit, but you talk about that series out in Colorado Springs. A couple people had said beforehand that St. Cloud State looks like a completely different team out there compared to what they normally look like on the Olympic ice. This, 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 and this. After watching them this weekend, holy smokes, is that exactly the case? And uh, I I know Colorado College – played them well in that first game out there, but you almost got to wonder how much of that's the blueprint uh, to beat the St. Cloud State team the rest of the season is look at how they played them out there. So, And then regard, regarding Chorsky, from the little bit I've seen of him so far, kid's a player. He's uh, got the offensive skill, but he's a two-way guy on top of it. So, well, And he's got to grow into himself, guys. He just has to because he's – He's tall and lanky and young, and uh, when he fills out, and he's going to grow another inch at least, I would say, maybe two. So he could be uh, a Chara uh, size by the time things well, let's, get, let's, uh, all said and done. Let's, 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 get, let's not get crazy. I mean, he'd have to put on about 50 pounds. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, okay. I'm talking height-wise. I didn't, I didn't want wow. not the weight-wise, but height-wise, he could be 6'8". If he gets on the sport rider diet, he could get that 50 mark. And no oh, oh <laughs> wow. Listen, you know, uh, I, uh, yeah, the, without a doubt. Um, yeah. I'll just leave it there because I was going to say something else because I used to joke about, um, I actually joked about it today with somebody uh, when they saw that somebody posted a video of a, fourth grader throwing a football and made a reference to a former NFL quarterback that uh, was bred and born basically to play quarterback from the time he was born. Um, But uh, we'll, we'll just skip that. (laughs) All right. So that's my, that's my feedback on Colorado college. Now we have to jump into uh, Arizona state um, who, uh, was uh, swept by Quinnipiac out there. Um, I think personally, I've told Paul this, uh, Jordan, you haven't been able to hear it from me yet, but uh, I think the next um, four weeks or so with Arizona State are going to be the story of their hockey season. Um, you know, Bemidji State coming in uh, before and after Thanksgiving. Um, then they have Denver coming in. Then they have Clarkson. And then they come to Colorado College. 
that is a gauntlet, if you ask me. Yeah, especially for a team like Arizona State in that situation. It's a uh, it's one of those make-or-break type of situations for them, too, if you really think about it. Well, especially since they have six of those games at home. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they definitely get a home ice advantage. Uh, you know, teams are not used to playing there. Um, I don't think – I don't remember Bemidji playing at Oceanside. We know Denver they has. They have not. We know Denver has, and I'm not sure Clarkson has, although I think they did. They played the tournament at Gila right. River. I don't know if they've played at Oceanside, but I think they might have. Yeah, I think they might have played at Oceanside very early on. Um, so it definitely is a, a home ice advantage. Uh, when they play there. So they actually have eight of their next 10 games at home. Uh, if you go past Colorado College, uh, they have New Year's Day and and the next day against Cornell uh, at home. So this is their definitely their make or break, break stretch of the season. And we'll get a chance to talk with the coach next week about this. So um, it is definitely uh, without – question uh, the stretch that's going to make or, or decide whether or not they get into the tournament or at least have a chance to get into the tournament. Okay, so Jordan, I want to ask you this question. Uh, Sunday night we had uh, the head coach, the new head coach at Alaska Anchorage on, and uh, as I told you uh, before the show, I said he was uh, telling us a little bit of everything about everything. <laughs> from from the upcoming schedule to the teams he'd like to see to a conference he'd like to see um uh, he's enthusiastic he's an anchorage guy he's an eagle river guy uh but anyway uh alaska native uh what do you know about matt chasby anything i do not know much about matt chasby i on the last few weeks here just kind of with uh or a couple months for that matter, I should say, with the whole situation with Anchorage kind of following from afar. Glad to uh, glad to see that they've been able to kind of figure things out here. More than anything, just getting back playing again. But uh, it's kind of an interesting situation. And even looking this weekend, uh, I know Omaha actually goes up to Fairbanks. But one thing that Coach Gabinette talked about here in Omaha today with those Alaska teams is – with the Omaha Eagles specifically, the Mavs are in their 25th season this year, which might seem like a number, but at the same time, that's still so young in the grand scheme of college hockey that uh, you almost want to pay it forward or pay it back to these schools and give them an opportunity to play. But I think it'll be interesting to see these next couple years here with Anchorage, uh, who will schedule them for those games to at least – I don't know if I want to say get them back on their feet, but at the same time, that's exactly what they need to do in this current situation that they're in. Well, first of all, if you get a chance to talk to them, it was a pretty fun, uh, pretty fun spot for us. Uh, secondly, uh, they still do get teams do still do get the exemption for going up there. Exactly. They can schedule two extra games. Um, and, you know, he's a very energetic guy. Uh, it helps that uh, basically he's coaching his hometown team. Uh, 
He's an alum. He grew up there. Um, and if you're going to have somebody to bring back a program, that's that's the way to go, right? Mm-hmm. No, no uh, one better. Start. <laughs> no one better than who used to have the keys to the car, right? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> if, yeah. You gotta, hopefully, you don't have to hide the keys, but. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I, I got my can open open again. I want to open another can of worms here for both of you guys, but um, he he brought up some names about um, UNLV, and I know Jordan, you told me uh, that that maybe you've heard some some rumblings there. I've definitely heard some rumblings there, and um, that it it seems to be maybe closer than we all guessed. Yeah, I, I haven't exactly heard too much on that front. I know. Uh, kind of the last few years here that they've built up a good program from the, uh, the club side of it. And then the, the bigger thing to me is you look at the Vegas market right now, you want to talk about a, a market that's ripe for as much hockey as they can take on that, uh, that has all the ingredients for success running together there. But I, I do think where it gets interesting is you look around the country, Augustana, all the stuff about Lindenwood potentially going forward here. There's, I, I don't know if I want to say comparable, but you look at a school like UNLV's size with it, kind of that mindset of if they can do it, why can't we do it type of thing is where I, I really see them having the potential to take off, especially in the Vegas market. Well, I know you guys would hate having to travel there, right, on a regular basis? <laughs> oh, yeah, it would be awful. <laughs> uh, but Well, yeah, and, notice how we got no comment uh, out of George, uh, right? Day, 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 day trip. <laughs> yeah, day, day trip. trip. Yeah, 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 day trip. See, now, I, I, I would love one day to go up. To Alaska and, and, and catch a game. I'm just not doing it in December and January. You know that that that's the thing with uh, this Omaha series this weekend. That uh, I've had a couple people ask me why I'm not making the trip, uh, jokingly. But from that, I I want to say it's supposed to be around a negative negative five, negative ten actual temp <laughs> in Fairbanks this weekend. Uh, Already for the. The feels like up there. Oh. Hold on, I'm I, I'm I'm curious real quick, so I'm gonna check this myself. Uh, oh. while, while you check that, let us, let me Sat- tell you what. Friday and Saturday's high for the actual temperature is negative eleven degrees in oh. Fairbanks. So uh, it is it is balmy beach weather in oh. Fairbanks, Alaska at this time of the year. Okay, well let me tell you this, Jordan. Uh, Coach Shazby told us that. Anchorage is a lot better than Fairbanks, and he let it be known. He said it. What he was up in Fairbanks doing some scouting last weekend, and he said it was just brutally cold. And he said uh, Anchorage is not quite like that. You know, a, a couple of the pe- people, and I know with the Omaha roster, Isaiah Seville is actually fr- born and raised from Anchorage. A couple of the people that have been to Alaska on this roster say the same thing that going from Anchorage to Fairbanks almost feels like you're in two different parts of the world or two different States with it. Just how drastic of a difference it is up there. Really? All right. I mean, listen, I don't know. I've never been up there, so I don't know. I've, I've gotten, well, 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 Fairbanks is in the center of the state and in the mountains and uh, North of uh, Anchorage where Anchorage is is a port city. Mm -hmm. So it's actually uh, a little bit cooler 
uh, a little bit warmer, I should say, by the water than uh, being up in the mountains. So, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be interesting. Well, it's going to be fun. Um, my hopes is that I'm going to get to Chicago this weekend because there is a huge ACHA tournament, the Chicago Classic, going on, um, and UNLV will be there. They'll open Friday night against uh, the defending ACHA D1 champions, Adrian, which could be a matchup. Uh, sorry, uh, Rick Zombo, because I know Lindenwood is going to be there too, but uh, can't have three teams <laughs> in the national championship. But that will be a real uh, a real eye opener to see just how good UNLV is and how close they are. But they're having a lot of success at the ACHA level. So if they do ever make that jump, um, they have the roadmap. Uh, Coach Powers has laid out a great roadmap for them to follow. Well, I'm hoping it happens. That's for sure. Okay. Jordan, you got anything else you want to get off your chest before we uh, we say goodnight tonight? Uh, yeah. I mean, just with with Omaha this weekend, it, uh, it should be interesting. I'll uh, have a bunch of stuff um, either tomorrow or Thursday on it for, for those that are interested and uh, in giving it a read. But their, their injuries are piling it up with it. And, uh, Little little news scoop with it, but uh, Isaiah Seville is not making the trip to Alaska this weekend, so it'll oh, be man, uh, his home state, and he's not making the trip. It'll be the uh, Austin Roden show for for the Mavs this weekend. Uh, Seville is dealing with a lower body injury that uh, I can honestly say, from watching the games live this past weekend, I did not see it, but I guess he got ran into, um, not intentionally on a play, but. He in the past year, I know, has dealt with some little minor tweakage stuff. That um, is, as of as of right now, and they're leaving early tomorrow afternoon, unless something changes. Seville, uh, Johnny Tyconic, Matt Miller, Martin Sundberg, Chase Primo, and Jake Harrison. None of the six that would be will be on the trip. So wow. That- you, you talk about a power. You talk about a power play unit, essentially, with your goaltender too not being there. So, but I, I will say from that front, um, Sunberg was practicing today. Uh, Matt Miller and Tyconic have been on the ice a little bit here lately, so they're making progress back in their rehab. But even the uh, the other guy, for those that are familiar with the Omaha roster, that was a regular last season, Jason Smallage, one of their defensemen. He's uh he's been dealing with the hand and a wrist injury here for most of the start of the season, and he's not exactly back to a hundred percent yet, and he's almost been essentially forced to play just because there's nobody else to fill that roster spot. So, wow, just that's just that's a heavy load that's to leave brutal. behind. That, that yeah, <laughs> and uh, t- taking two goaltenders with you to Alaska is always a risk on top of it. But uh, that's the uh, the hand of cards they've been dealt here. So, does the Zamboni driver up there play goalie? <laughs> pa- pa- paging David Ayers, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just asking. That's all. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jordan, uh, take care of yourself this week. Um, stay away from that COVID bug that's uh, invading everything. Um, so so far so good. So I, I can't uh, sel- selfishly on my end. I can't complain, but uh, I'll knock on some wood and hope it's not an issue. So. <laughs> there you go. And uh, if we don't talk to you before, have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll definitely get you back on afterwards because there'll be lots of stuff happening uh, the first week of December. So enjoy the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday and uh, enjoy watching Omaha from afar. 
Yeah, I, I know, uh, like we talked about earlier, they've got the bye week after, so I only uh, have to miss this next series here from uh, being there in person, but we got Colorado College in town a couple weeks after, so I'll uh, assuming talk to you then, so hopefully both of you guys have a good Thanksgiving too. Uh, Scott, leave David Carl alone and let him enjoy his turkey, <laughs> and uh, Paul, grab your lightning rod and get on top of the roof next time a storm yeah. comes into town, I guess. So. There you go. <laughs> Well, I, I'll leave David alone, but tomorrow I'm going to start stirring the pot with Frank and uh, and Chris Mayotte as well. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm good at that. And then uh, and Paul is really a good lightning rod in in more than one way. <laughs> Moi? Do do exactly. do tell do tell. <laughs> That's for another show, Jordan. That's for another show. <laughs> All right, we'll Perfect. take a quick break. Paul and I will be back to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly in about two minutes. Thank Thanks, you, Jordan. Jordan. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while. Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DRURY-IN or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. It is our weekly staple, our NCAA show. Um, Paul, you know the drill by now. Uh, as we uh, always check in with uh, Jordan as often as we can, uh, he's got such great insight. Uh, it's always fun to just uh, pick his brain a little bit. So what did what did you hear from Jordan tonight? Well, listen, I mean, we, we hit on just about everybody, and I'm still just, you know – I mean, um, it's good because, you know, he, he gets to, to focus on a, a different set of teams. You know, he is a different set. I, I can only do so much watching the Michael Weissman way with four games on my computer screen going on at once. Um, not that I can't follow all the games, but it's different <laughs> when you're in person and you can see the whole ice and so forth and so on. And, uh, uh, so you know it's 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 good to get that insight, especially from the different ranks. Um, you know, obviously St. Cloud is not just a home ice team, or they would not have made the national championship game last year. Um, but it definitely 
is a home ice advantage, right? Just like Oceanside is for ASU. Oh, without uh, a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, uh, because the, the rink is so unique. Uh, and uh, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure there's only two or three teams now in college hockey that play on Olympic ice. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that that's it, right? There's probably one team in upstate New York that probably plays on Olympic ice, or I'm not, or is it Wisconsin? Well, Minnesota used Min- to, right? Minnesota still has Olympic size. Really? Yep. Yep. Mary is Olympic, and uh, okay. St. Cloud is Olympic. So uh, I'm not sure who else has that, but, you know, like, for example, North Dakota has uh, NHL game ice, but they have an Olympic practice sheet, so they can go back and forth. And uh, I always think that's a pretty cool idea. Well, well, next Sunday night when we have uh, Jason Hajdu on, the former SID there, um, we'll we'll ask him about that because he's very, right. very familiar with that. But, um yeah, so that's yeah, – I agree. Jordan is just so dialed in. Uh, he knows what's going on. I feel bad he wasn't able to get to St. Cloud because I know he wanted to go, but he did say that he was happy that uh, he got word before he got in the car because oh, yeah. an hour later he'd have been on his way, and oh, yeah. uh, it, it might have been a completely different situation. So definitely COVID is not done yet, and uh, everybody needs to uh, to continue to be uh, – th- um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um I don't know, safe, oh, I guess. Right. Wear uh, your mask, do what you have to. I mean, I'm still wearing my mask at uh, DU because it's required. Yeah, you're, the word I believe the word you're looking for is vigilant. Vigilant, that's what I was looking for. Absolutely, yeah. be vigilant um, and just uh, take it serious, man. I mean, uh, it happened again in Vegas. I mean, Jonathan Marshall is out now again. And, uh, of course, all these players have been vaccinated, so these are breakthrough cases. Yeah, I mean – yeah here we go again i just i hate the i I get political enough i hate (laughs) doing that here uh i get it i get it you know on on the on my you know since i had my twitter feed long before we started doing these shows um i didn't separate it because it would have felt like having two different parts of me uh having different accounts i don't know how people do that but um, so if, I mean, I, I don't publicize the political part when I, when, when I, when I go on social media, uh, so I try to stay out of it, but just be smart and be safe. Don't be arrogant and don't be, um, don't get into places that you don't know. That is uh, 100% correct and great advice. Um, so so this week, uh, Denver uh, will be at home hosting Miami. Colorado College is off. Right. Um, Arizona State is off, correct? Uh, they're off this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah. 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 They and play then, a uh, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, right around like Thanksgiving Bemidji, right. uh, with Bemidji State. Yeah. And uh, Air Force is going to have a very unique situation, which I'll be visiting with uh, – uh, Coach Saratori about tomorrow as to how that all came about, but it's uh, it's like four games in seven days or some ridiculous thing, like maybe not even seven days, as they're going to host uh, Sacred Heart right. this weekend. And again, I think on Tuesday and Wednesday, or Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, next uh, week before Monday, Thanksgiving. No, uh, Friday, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. That's, 
That's almost NH. That's NHL like. <laughs> that's games, more than NHL. Five nights. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's going to be very unique. I want to talk to Coach about that and, and how you approach that uh, from a coaching standpoint. So that'll be tomorrow. Um, also get a couple of visits in with a couple of uh, players uh, from Air Force and hopefully uh, sneak over to uh, Colorado College and visit with Chris Mayotte again. And, uh, always a great interview, so yeah, and if you we'll get look that at, done. If you look at those conference standings in Atlantic hockey, they are just weird and bizarre. Like I said, Mercyhurst <laughs> yeah. is in first. Right. <laughs> with, with that, with those, uh, and RIT is not much better. Two wins in regulation, three losses in regulation, uh, two overtime wins and an overtime loss. I mean, you just look at, uh, crazy. look up and down those that that, that league, and it just you're just like, holy cow! Uh, Do they play any games that don't go into overtime? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's unusual, and the NCHC is is uh, you know. It, in its own right, a little bit crazy. I mean, home team dominance, um, nothing, nothing uh, games uh, between a really top ranked team and a, a team that's like number 35 or 36 in the pairwise. Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy, but all right, we'll say good night with little Roger Klein, the peacemakers after you do your thing. All right. College hockey Southwest weekly from the summer skate studios has been brought to you by behind the mask and it's three Valley locations. In line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy summer skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and get yours today. M-Drive. Help for your immune system. Building lean muscle mass. Making it through the day without the afternoon crash. That's what you need M-Drive for. Go to M-DriveForMen.com and see how our high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. By Boost Mobile, you choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and NCHC.TV has you covered. Go to NCHC.TV and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will throw out one uh, quick score here. The Arizona Coyotes just beat the St. Louis Blues for win number two. And uh, Barrett Hayden got a couple of goals. So congratulations to the Coyotes for uh, getting win number two. And, uh, wow, uh, watch out, St. Louis. That's a four-game losing streak. So uh, things are not going to be happy there. Coyotes three, Blues two. Um, Paul and I will uh, be back with you again on Sunday night when we bring in the Director of Communications for College Hockey, Inc., Jason Hashdu, and uh, on uh, tomorrow night, Stephen Marsh and myself will be with you for uh, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly 
where we break down the Chicago Classic coming up this weekend in the Windy City. So, good night, everybody. Good night.